Welcome to the Satori Lifestyle Podcast. My name is Dave Kovar and I'm excited about being here today. The title of this podcast is Are You Staying Agile? And what I mean by this is agile as an acronym, A-G-I-L-E, for various areas that you can hopefully continue to grow and, and continue to improve upon. Now, when we think of someone that's agile, probably what might pop into your head is is someone that does parkour or, you know, American Ninja Warriors, right? Uh, or a gymnast or a martial artist, right? Those are all would be good examples or any high-level athlete, right? Someone that moves in an elegant fashion physically. But what I'm referring to for, for, for this is not just that. I'm I, That's, of course, one aspect, right? Uh, agile, agility and youth, you got to kind of see how those are connected, right? And as you age, yes, uh, as my dad said, too soon, old, too late, smart, right? And, you know, it, bottom line, what times, a lot of times is as by the time we've developed our wisdom about how to live life, our body isn't working as well, right? Uh, so this is true. There's certainly, you know, age is there, but there's a lot you can do to slow down the detrimental effects that aging can have on your on any type of, what, physical training, right? And you can see how, like, you see someone that's, that's moving smooth and fluid physically when they're 70. Chances are it's a pretty good indicator that they're going to live a longer life, right? So that's, that, that, but, but also when I'm referring to agility, I'm talking about like, you know, a teacher, like, like somebody, I look at some of the people that work for us teaching martial arts and their ability to spin plates and roll with the punches and adjust partners, they're agile on the mat. Or for that matter, uh, uh, you know, it could be somebody that's, that's has the ability to go into a situation where there's maybe some upset customers and they, they're able to ease kind of very quickly, uh, move with ease and sm- to calm the tensions of the people around them. That would be another way of being agile, right? Or, or someone that is trying, you know, this practicing their persuasive skills, you know, whether that be, uh, let's say in our, in, in terms of like martial arts, it's like, I'm, tr- I, I'm trying to share with some of the benefits of martial arts training so that I can get them excited. My ability to be able to, to, to probe for ask right questions out of a potential student so that I, I can know what they're looking for. So I can very gracefully adjust. I can be agile and I can kind of uh, discuss more things that might interest them. Right. Uh, my ability to, if someone's thinking, man, I'm, you know, they're, they're frustrated. They're having a hard time. My ability to be able to persuade them to get back on track, right? To get them refocused. I look at that as being agile as well, right? And also your ability, uh, you know, uh, you've got plans for this weekend, man. You're going to go to the concert and uh, uh, the concert gets canceled uh, due to the weather. By the way, this just happened to me a couple weeks ago. I was in the East Coast for for uh, a weekend worth of seminars and I was going to go to a concert and, and I had the afternoon off and I was going to go to Central Park for a concert with my good friend Nancy Walzog and it was so hot they canceled it, right? Okay. So, you know, I had my choice of being bummed or I just adjusted and, and I did some other stuff that was equally fun, right? You know, so being able to be agile with your uh, with your schedule as well. So what I want to do is I want to break uh, uh, this word agile down into five components and, and, and that, is, of course, is A-G-L, uh, A-G-I-L-E. I've got to work on my spelling here and talk about each one and how – and I'm going to really think of this as kind of like as I'm going along, really, uh, you know, ask yourself, how am I doing on these areas? What can I do better? Okay? So the, the A stands for active. Okay, and uh, what am I talking about from a physical standpoint? Of course, most of us have trained for any length of time. Uh, 
have neglected some aspect of our skill uh, um, enough to when we went back to it, it felt rusty. And, and, and so here's an example, like in martial arts training, if, you know, if I practice a lot of stuff, but I, I neglect to, to maybe work on my kicking skills, uh, what do you know? A couple months go by and all of a sudden I'm a little tighter. I'm not working. It's not working as well. However, if I spend a short period of time in kicking, you know, like once a week, even for a few minutes, it helps me to keep my edge. You know, my experience has shown me that I don't have to spend massive amounts of time to maintain my skills in any particular area. And and so if I can do that, that goes a long ways from a physical standpoint. This is not just true. This is also true in any type of exercise. And this is staying active and well-balanced, you know, right? Uh, so I'm not just running. I'm not just weight training. I'm really trying to stay active in all areas to keep myself kind of healthy as possible, right? As my father said, a little something is better than a lot of nothing. Now, this also applies to, you know, to your business and relationships as well. You know, I, I have a friend of mine. He's a good guy. I don't see him that often, but he was a former... Uh, TV producer. He was a uh, produced some big name TV shows, and now he's he's been out of that business for about ten years. And I was talking to him about it, and he spent twenty five years there, and he's been trying to kind of break into it because some of his other business uh, endeavors weren't working out as well as he'd like. So he's trying to break into mainstream. But here's the problem. He doesn't really know anybody anymore. Everybody's moved on. You know, the people that he used to work with or for have moved on or retired or, and and all of a sudden it's this whole new group of people, right? Because why? Because he didn't really stay active. He didn't keep those connections. Um, so, uh, you know, I see this a lot in the martial arts business. When schools mature, they often uh, naturally tend to kind of maybe do less, right? Uh, and in many ways, this isn't a bad thing. As you get smarter, you don't have to do as much stuff, right? You kind of learn your business. You know you know what's going on. And if we pay attention, we learn, you know, what's a waste of time and, and what, what things aren't a waste of time. And it's not about active doesn't mean you do a bunch of unnecessary business work, busy work, of course, right? But it just means that you you make it a point to, to keep your – your finger on the pulse, right? So you know what's going on. And uh, there are, man, lots of wor- what, uh, do you have an active presence online? You know, are you active in your community? Uh, are you actively pursuing new relationships, new members? Are you actively looking if you, uh, uh, you know, have a business, are you actively looking for staff members? You get the idea, staying active, right? And, and constantly kind of on the lookout, right? So that's the second one. The third, that's the first one. The second word is G or letter is G and it's game. Are you staying game, right? This is another way of saying, are you staying hungry? And uh, being game means you're up to the task. It means that you are fighting, you know, you know, you're fighting apathy and mediocrity. You know, it means you're willing to train when others might not be willing to. You know, uh, by the way, whenever I'm not feeling game, which is frequently, you know, I call upon a few quotes that have helped me over the years. You know, so one of them is, is that once you stop trying to become better, you quit being good. Another one is in order to be a champion, you have to fight like a challenger. Uh, the enemy of excellence is good enough. You get the idea. These are all cliche, but they're so true. Uh, another one. When it comes to this, is successful people will do what unsuccessful people won't do. Now, for me, when I'm feeling like, ah, oh, man, I don't really feel like, you know, I'm not as hungry. But, you know, if I'm able to uh, to really uh, uh, focus on one of those mantras, it helps me kind of get back on task. So, you know, I was recently on the on a, and this isn't just like I said, you could apply this physically, but when we're talking about this, I want you to think in terms of your whole life. You know, maybe if you're physically active, are you staying game in that department uh, with your business, with your relationship? 
relationships, all of the above. And I was recently on a phone with an old friend who at once was at one time back in like the 90s was one of the most successful martial arts school operators in the country. And now he's just holding on for dear life, just barely making it, man, like barely making his rent. He's cashed in all his savings. It's like what happened? He thought he was sailing off to the sunset nicely. And now here he is kind of in the twilight of his clear, barely making it, man. What, what happened? Well, somewhere along the way, he lost his drive. Uh, you know, he lost his hunger. He was no longer game to do whatever it takes. And uh, by the way, it's not easy to stay game, you know, especially you know, to stay game, especially when your business is good, uh, you know. But if you can, once again, keep that clear vision. And I've talked about this before. There's three types of motivation, in my opinion. There's desperation, inspiration, and purpose. And when, you're, when your purpose and your vision is really clear as to what you want to do, man, uh, that really helps. And then that, that I try on a regular basis to cultivate the belief that my best years of business are still in front of me, not behind me. And this helps dramatically in my ability to stay game. So the I stands for introspection. Introspection. I love that word. So there's a book by Kay Anders Erickson. It's called Peak. And I recommended it. It's uh, in this book. What, what the, uh, the author does is he basically studies successful athletes, successful business people, successful scientists looking for commonalities, right? And what he finds, the two main commonalities, they aren't high IQ, they're not natural athleticism, they are introspection and self-discipline or self-motivation, right? And so introspection is the ability to really think, you know, know, am I getting better, right? Is what I'm doing working? And I don't know about you, but I know a lot of people that have lived their whole life and they haven't really tried to consciously improve. Maybe they're they're still improving, they're learning. But I'll tell you, when you're introspective, when you're doing it on purpose, when you're looking for uh, you know, growth, when you're looking for lessons, you will find them all over and you will repeat the, uh, you will repeat the mistakes less often. So I tell you what, it, 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 many people would consider this one of the most important qualities needed for improvement. You know, it, it, it basically like in, as far as for fitness or martial arts, being introspective means that you're constantly analyzing your skills and your training methods and that you're looking for ways you can improve. It, it also means this is really important and this is a rough one for me. I, I, I grapple with this. I have to, but it's also means that you're, you're, You'll try, you stay open to feedback. A lot of times I have to work on this. I, I think, man, I know what I'm doing. Don't give me any feedback when really, man, I, I, I can get so much better, right? By the way, this is usually easy. Be open to feedback when you're a beginner. But if you're not careful, uh, it can prove to be more difficult the longer you train or the longer you do something. And there's a saying that goes like this. In the beginner's mind, there are many possibilities. But in the expert's minds, there are very few. Let me say that again. In the beginner's mind, there are many possibilities. But in the experts, there are few. And that's why it's so important to practice what's called shoshin. Shoshin, roughly translated, means beginner's mind, right? A mind that's open and has no, uh, assumes nothing, is open and receptive to input. Um, and I know I've talked about this a little bit, but this is also equally important to business and relationships. You know, with time, as we gather more experience, it often becomes easier to be closed-minded to new ideas, right? That's why I generally tend to people as they age tend to become more conservative. And I'm not saying that's good or that's bad. However, what I think is important is that we continue to, you know, challenge the status quo, right? Challenge what we're looking at and thinking, is this right, right? Is it, is, is what I'm doing correct? Uh, uh, you know, sometimes we just want to stick to things that we've done in the past rather than keeping that open mind for new ideas. But I'll tell you what, that's so powerful to be able to do. And being introspective means that we're not afraid to analyze and refine our current strategies. 
and try to do something that's different or out of our comfort zone. Uh, I recently talked to a friend of mine, another friend of mine <laughs> that has been business for years. And, and this guy was also a very successful entrepreneur and he's doing fine. He's, he's done pretty well with himself, but he realized his business has slipped dramatically. And we, when he's referring, when he was talking to me, he was basically saying, you know what? I'm still doing things. Like I haven't really learned any new business tips and there's universal concepts that work, right? Like treating your, your customers correctly, working really hard, getting, knowing, making sure your product is solid. All those things are universal. However, as times change, methodologies change, and there's more to it. And you realize, you know, I'm still doing business the same way I did in the, in the 90s. And so he was on a quest to kind of stay relevant, so to speak. And introspection can help you dramatically in that regard. All right, the next one is, is L, which stands for lean, staying lean. Now, what am I talking about? Of course, you know, over time, if you're not careful, you could find yourself carrying some extra baggage that you don't need. It might be extra pounds, but it's not just that. It might be extra limiting beliefs, right? Uh, it might be trying to being too, having too many irons in the fire to where you're trying to juggle too many areas that you can't focus on, right? Uh, and staying lean when you're training refers to not only keeping fit, but having a clear area of focus that'll help you stay on track. So it's doing less better. That's what I guess I mean by staying lean, right? If all of a sudden as you age, your schedule shouldn't, a busy schedule it should be manageable, right? You know, it's, it's like it's like when you, when you have, uh, at the end of the day, when you've had a few things that you can really focus on, man, it feels so much better to complete that and then have a bunch of, you know, being all over the place. At the end of the day, you don't know if you're coming or going. And I know in, in your life, there's, there's, there's the circle of life, right? There's the things at different times. They're like, if you're, if you've got a, a young family and a career and, and responsibilities and you, and man, it's, it's, it's hard to stay lean. But what you're doing is you're constantly kind of thinking, okay, what do I not need to do? What am I current doing? That, what can I get rid of today? Right? I'm thinking of Marie Kondo. Okay. Who's got the, uh, the, the, the Netflix show. Uh, and she talks about sparking joy and, and it's just really cool how she just kind of looks it all right, you know, what am I doing that's necessary? And like when you're cleaning out your closet, she pulls a shirt and she goes, do I like this shirt? Does it give me a good feeling? If so, I'll keep it. If not, I'm going to get rid of it, right? And so staying lean and besides like physically, you know, uh, I see this like in, in business so many times where they, they take on more than they can handle, right? And like, for example, you know, someone might move into a new facility where their rent is higher than it should be. And, and maybe they hire more people than they, they can afford to. And, and, and maybe they added a bunch of extra programs and all of a sudden, man, you know, their expenses are out of line. They're not staying lean. So staying lean from a personal financial or business financial situation is making sure that you, you make an effort to keep your overhead low, right? Uh, uh, Benjamin Franklin said definition of, uh, well, how to go definition of heaven is, uh, 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 I might be getting this mixed up. Forgive me, you Ben Franklin fans, but you get the idea is, is, uh, uh earn 20 pence, uh, spend eight, 18 pence. Uh, and then that's heaven. Hell is earn 20 pence, spend 24 pence, right? You know, so uh, having stuff left over, so to speak, because you're not over, you're not over, overdoing it, so to speak. And uh, moving on, there's one more. And this last one is enthusiasm. And as the phrase goes, and if you've ever been in a seminar with me, I promise you've heard me say this. And I, I think I originally got this from Zig Ziglar, but it is enthusiasm isn't taught, it's caught. 
And I'll tell you what, in my mind, nothing can be more important to long-term success than that spark of energy, that enthusiasm that someone brings. It's that, that's the X factor. That's what makes it fun. From a martial arts standpoint, as long as I'm having a good time, man, I'm going to continue to training, right? And and so it's, it's also, it, when you're enthusiastic, it's what inspires your teammates. It's what inspires your training partners and it inspires the people around you. You know, it, it basically, it keeps us in the game longer. We see this in, in pro sports all the time. You know, and you've got that, that athlete that somehow is able to maintain his hunger or her hunger for the sport. And that's helpfully, and that's helped them to maintain their longevity. And once they're having, no longer having fun, man, that's when their career dwindles. Well, man, so maintaining enthusiasm for everything that you're doing, you know, and experience, experience has shown me that when I don't necessarily feel naturally enthusiastic, I can act the part and I usually get there pretty quickly. For example, if let's say I got to teach a class and maybe uh, it's been a rough day, I got a headache, I'm not feeling really good, I got stuff on the floor. I'm going to act like I want to be there. Even if I don't, I'm going to act like I'm going to greet people with friends, you know, in an excited fashion. I'm going to let me know how excited I'm going to teach. I'm going to basically put my game face on. And, and what inevitably happens almost every time is pretty quick. Guess what? I'm, I'm feeling it. It only took a few minutes. I kind of had to kickstart it. And, and that's where we, that's, that's really, in my opinion, that's a real gift to be a, it's a responsibility when you've got to face a bunch of people and you got to bring your energy to them to help them raise their energy. But it's also a gift if you can learn how to do that. And so once again, enthusiasm isn't taught, it's caught. And so keeping your vision strong, as I said before, can make a really big difference. Okay. Your vision and purpose. And so, you know, I think from a business standpoint, Nothing kills a business quicker than indifference and apathy. You know, uh, I was at uh, my favorite. This one of my favorite stores is is the men's warehouse. I've always enjoyed going there to buy a suit. I went there the other day. I needed a new suit, and I brought in my suit pants. I was hoping to have it match because my suit, my suit sport coat, I wear a lot often more often than the pants. And there was a, several people there. I walk up, and there's a guy that's eight feet in front of me and he's you know clearly got some other stuff going on he's working with another client but he could have so easily looked up and said hey we're really busy i'll be with you in a few minutes didn't bother to do that you guys all know you've had this happen before finally i kind of make it you know he finally says uh yeah uh, can i help you i go yeah i'm hoping to hit he goes okay uh, some will be with you in a minute and puts his head down and does no extra effort whatsoever. So anyway, in this particular case, you could tell that he's just kind of putting in the time, right? I, it's kind of like, there's one of those things you want to, you want the management to see that, to think here's a guy, I have money in my pocket. I'm ready to, I'm ready to go. What did I, I, I could tell it was going to be a while. Other people started coming in and, and then I'm, now I'm going to have to negotiate for my, my, uh, my space in line, so to speak. You guys get the idea. So what I do, I left, I went to another store, bought a suit somewhere else, right? So Men's Warehouse lost out on several hundred dollars in that very moment simply because a guy didn't, you know, kind of didn't bring his spirit. He wasn't enthusiastic about his job. And so this is why it's so, once again, so important that you constantly work on keeping your passion, you know, your passion strong. And everybody has off days, you know, it's days when you wish you were somewhere else. That's natural, but it's days like this when it's important to stay in the game. And one of the things that I do is I keep a giant file handy. I've got a, 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 a box literally of thank you notes, uh, from former clients and students. I've also got now a file on my computer, right? And what this does is whenever I'm feeling a lack of enthusiasm, or I'm feeling burned out. Remember when you're burned 
burned out, it really just means you've lost sight of your vision. And if your vision is and, and your is is good, and you're in, and you're able to maintain the level of enthusiasm, you're not going to get burned out. You're going to be able to last a lot longer. Of course, you got to pace yourself as well, right? So, but I take out you know file and I read those letters, and it's amazing how much that can kickstart my level of enthusiasm, right? So whatever you can do, man, go to seminars, keep learning, uh, and, and and if you can do that, man, you're going to be able to maintain it dramatically. So let me review these uh, these five steps and rate yourself. So, of course, the, the, the title of this podcast was Are You Staying Agile? And what we talked about with Are You Staying Agile is our ability to be five things. Number one, active. Number two, game. Number three, introspective. Number four, lean. And number five, enthusiastic. Okay, so I would challenge you. How are you on active? Are you staying active, right? Both physically and in, in your career. Are you stay, Are you maintaining uh, your relationships? One of the things that's a great way to stay active is just make it a point every day to reach out to an old friend. Just a quick personal message on Facebook, a text, a call, but just keep those relationships strong. You know, are you staying game? Are you are you staying hungry? Right? Are you? Uh, and sometimes you just have to. To me, this is like it's a, it's easy to be hungry when you to go out there and hustle when you when you have to. But can you kind of? To me, that's about maintaining a level of self discipline too, right? Introspection: Are you really analyzing what you're doing? Is it working? If not, how can you adjust? Lean: Are you making make sure that your schedule isn't? Are you staying physically as lean as you can, but also not overburdening your schedule? Uh, trying to have as less as little clutter as you possibly can, both in your head and in your house, right? And the L, excuse me, that was the L. And then enthusiasm. Are you maintaining a zest, that X factor for life? So once again, as always, I really sincerely appreciate you guys tuning in. It's always it's always uh, uh, enjoyable to put my thoughts together and share them with this podcast. And, and uh, look forward to hearing from you sometime. Take care. Bye-bye.